This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. By the book on BFM 89.9. Hello, everyone. You're listening to By the Book. This is Sharmila. And as always, my fellow child at heart, Lee Chui Lin. Hello. So... October 28th is Children's Day in Malaysia and we decided that we are going to dedicate the whole of October to what children and young people read. So what you're going to be hearing every week this month um, is a different book club that we did with different young people and they selected their own books. Because to be clear, nobody wants to listen to two ageing millennials <laughs> ramble on about young the books. Young at heart as we may be. <laughs> ramble on about books that either we read as kids or that we think young young people these days should read or whatever it may be. So we wanted to get it from the horse's mouth, right? And find out, okay, we, we keep banging on about how there are readers in Malaysia and so surely there are young readers as well. What are they reading? So first up, this week, we asked Maya Anjali Manalan, who is 11 years old. And a choral speaker. And a choral speaker and a very enthusiastic reader to speak to us about her favourite books. Yeah, so Maya came into our studios a little while ago and she was so excited and we were so excited to speak to her and it was such a delight. And she's so enthusiastic about her, spoiler alert, two chosen <laughs> books, which I believe you're about to hear. Maya, welcome to the show. Hello. And the books that she has chosen to share with us for today's discussion is Gangster Granny and Gangster Granny Strikes Again by David Williams. So let's start with why you decided to suggest these books to us. So I suggested to suggest these books because Gangster Granny is a really funny book, like when the shopkeeper Raj is like trying to sell out-of-date food. But yeah, it also teaches kids that old people are not just boring. They can be cool sometimes. So this is, is this your first David Walliams book? Um, or do you just read a lot of David Walliams? I have a few of David Walliams books, but this is not my first. The first book I had was Codenamed Bananas, which is about a boy named... Billy, I think. <laughs> I think. So I'm going to try and summarize Gangster Granny without giving away too much. If I leave anything out, Maya, feel free to jump in and correct me. Um, so Gangster Granny is about a boy, Ben, and his relationship with his grandmother. So at the start of the book, he finds visiting her boring, um, complains about it a lot. But during one of his visits, he finds out that there's more to his granny than he realizes, that in fact, she used to be a world-famous jewellery thief. And so from there, the story kind of turns into this adventure with him and his granny. Did I leave anything important out? Mm, except for the fact that they attempted to steal the crown jewels yes, in London. Yes, that's it. So the, the bulk of the first book becomes a heist that both the granny and Ben go on together. So, um, Maya, I wanted to know, right, um, you mentioned that David Walliams is really funny, and I agree. It is a very funny book. But the first part of the book starts off slow, right? First, um, you know, you introduce, you get introduced to Ben, you get introduced to his parents, you get introduced to um, Granny and all the cabbages. Did you enjoy reading about that stuff as well before the adventure picks up? I did because I like to get to know the characters bef before the adventure starts. Which I is your favorite character? I my favorite character is Raj. He's the shopkeeper. He's always trying to sell out-of-date food um, for what he calls a bargain 
For example, he would sell 24 Canettos for the price of 25. That went out of date in 1996. <laughs> so... Actually, talking about the characters, um, I really loved the drawings as well by Tony Ross, right? Um, and especially, I think my favorite thing in the first book was when he drew out the different costumes that Ben's parents um, imagined for him for his dancing competition. Um, did you like the illustrations? I did. Um, I, I really enjoyed looking at all the different kinds of costumes. It was quite funny. So... When it comes to the fun part, I guess, um, aside from Raj, which parts of the book did you think were just really delightful or really enjoyable? Um, I like the part where the Ben's mom kept on trying to give him ball dancing costumes. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the part where Ben had planned out the whole Crown Jewels heist, but then when he went to go visit Granny, Granny was just trying to convince him not to do it. She was very hesitant about it, but, but Ben was just all ready to do it. I also really liked Mr. Parker, actually, the nosy neighbour, yes. um, because he kept throwing wrenches into their plans, showing up where nobody wanted him around. Uh, but speaking of funny, I wanted to point out the... So, I assume this is something that most people would find funny, uh, the way David Williams talks about the things that maybe you don't always talk about in polite company, things like burping or farting. I thought that's quite a... It's a fun thing to read as a kid, right? Did you find yourself giggling out loud? Not giggling out loud, but in my mind, yes, it was funny because <laughs> most books, the authors don't do that kind of stuff. But David Valiam is kind of like, um, it's good for kids because they kind of enjoy reading about all that kind of stuff. Maya, can I ask who you, um, what other authors you used to like reading before you started reading David Williams? Um, I enjoyed reading Harry Potter and the Ichabog by J.K. Rowling. Um, I was pretty stuck on the idea that J.K. Rowling was my favourite author <laughs> at first. Um, I also read the Percy Jackson series and I quite enjoyed that. Then now I'm stuck on David Williams. What kind of books do you generally write, like to read? What makes you excited to read something? I do read a lot of kinds of books. I like all the fantasy adventure books, but I also like all the funny, funny books, which are, it makes it's really nice to read. How many times have you read uh, Gangster Granny? Um, I lost count. <laughs> <laughs> and what other David Williams books do you enjoy? I have Awful Auntie, which is about this really bad aunt. I have Codename Bananas, which is the first one I got. The two Gangster Granny books. Demon Dentist, Mega Monster, and The Beast of Buckingham Palace. And how did you first find out about David Williams? Did you just pick up um, well, Operation Banana? <laughs> Well, my auntie and my cousins gave me this whole bag of books. So, Codename Bananas was just in that pile. So, I thought it looked interesting. So, I started reading it. Then, when I went to the shop, I started finding more David Williams books. So, I just started reading and reading. Then, I, then I just realized he's a real. I liked all the books. So, I started finding all the books. What makes Gangster Granny your favorite then? Um, it it's funny and it has lots of comedy parts, but. Yet there are some sad, emotional parts, like when Granny gets sick in the middle of the book and when Granny hears Ben on the phone trying to call his parents to, to take him away. I think that was a bit sad. And how did you feel about Ben? Because, um, you know, Raj is 
having his own thing, you know, running the shop. Uh, Granny has the secret past. The parents are really obsessed with um, with ballroom dancing. Ben, on the other hand, wants to become a plumber, dreams of becoming a plumber, um, and is also mostly involved at the start, at least, with trying to avoid his grandma. Um, how did you feel about Ben as a character? Um I feel he would, he did not give Granny a good chance. He didn't mm. actually try to get to know Granny better. He just, okay, is my Granny, she's not very interesting. I like he wants to become a plumber, a plumber, but I feel his parents are not that nice trying to make him become a ballroom dancer. Do you think other kids will be able to relate to how Ben feels, especially in terms of their relationship with their grandparents? Maybe, because most kids... Nowadays, they like all to play on their phones and just play with toys, watch TV. So they don't really like to get to know their grandparents better. So they all find themselves being bored whenever they're visiting their grandparents. I feel there might be some kids out there who, whose parents do not support what they want to become when they grow up. How did the book make you feel? Because uh, we've talked quite a bit about the funny stuff and it is very funny. Um, and I want to talk a bit more about the language mm-hmm. later on as well because there's the um, Walliams omnibus or, or dictionary. Yes. The Walliams <laughs> The Walliams, yes, exactly. <laughs> expert. Correct. Uh, that comes up later on. Um, but before that, how did the book um, make you feel? You mentioned that there were some sad parts and I actually found the sad parts very sad. Yeah. Um, well, towards the end... Granny did get very, very sick, so that made me feel very upset. Cause as especially throughout the middle of the book, we got to know that Granny was actually this cool gangster, not just a boring Granny. So it kind of sad that she got very sick and she got weak, and yeah, I felt that very. I found I found that very sad. I have a question about that. Actually, um, it's not always comfortable or fun to read things that are sad in a book. Why is it important that kids still read stories like that? Well, I feel most kids, they don't like to talk about it. So then when they read it in a book, they can relate themselves to that situation. Despite the fact that it was sad, um, at the end, did you feel like it was a, a good ending? You know, did it end in a way that made you feel, okay, this is how it was supposed to go? Yeah, it made me feel like I was satisfied because it was sad towards the end, but then it all went quite well because Ben realized even though his granny wasn't there in the real world, his, he, he could always remember the time that he had spent with his granny. So we're speaking with Maya Anjali Manalan about Gangster Granny and Gangster Granny Strikes Again. Well, actually, so far, we've only yes. talked about Gangster Granny. So I have lots of thoughts about the sequel, um, which we will talk about after this. Uh, both books are by David Williams. So let us know, have you read either the Gangster Granny books or anything else by him, you can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio, write to us at buythebook at bfm.my. Best Flipping Moments, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome back. We're speaking with Maya Anjali Manalan and we're talking about David Williams's books, Gangster Granny and Gangster Granny Strikes Again. Um, so we spoke quite a bit about the first book in the first half of the show. I wanted to talk about the sequel. And firstly, I wanted to ask, do you have a favorite between the two? No, they're both very interesting so you summarized Gangster Granny. I yes. think I will try to do Gangster Please, Granny. That's the more complicated yeah. one. Uh, so at the end of the the first book, um, you find yourself with 
Ben having had a different relationship with his grandma than he expected to, but also dealing with a loss, right? Suddenly finding out that, oh, okay, and now I have to move on. And when the second book opens, even though Granny can't possibly still be the gangster who's out there committing crimes, um, there are a series of major crimes that happen. The World Cup is stolen, the Mask of Tutankhamun is stolen, and it's a big deal. Everybody's trying to hunt down the, the gangster who could be perpetrating these crimes, and they can't find, um, they can't find the, the criminal. And in the middle of this, um, Mr. Parker, Nosy Parker <laughs> from the first book, um, starts to suspect that Ben is probably the person who is doing this. And so Ben now has to investigate what's going on in order to clear his name, right? In order to make sure that people know that he is innocent. And also his parents are still trying to force him to dance. <laughs> Is that it? Yes, I think that about covers everything. And there are also a lot more characters in the second book, right? Um, I must confess, I actually prefer the first one, maybe because that's when you get to meet Granny and you get introduced to the story. But the second one feels really like a like you're watching a movie almost, right? Yes, it does. Um, because when you first look at the book, you're like, how's that a sequel? Granny's not here anymore. Yeah. Mm. But it's but it's. I feel like it's a very more of a mystery-like story because there's lots of things that we do not know about, especially who the thief is, why someone's stealing all this, and whether Ben's name's going to get cleared in the end. I love that you mentioned mystery because did you solve the mystery before the, the book actually told you what happened? No, I don't nice. think anyone could unless they were like a super good detective because mm -hmm. the person that actually stole everything was completely unexpected. I thought that the second book um, was also quite different in terms of how it looks, right? Because it does a lot of things with the text. Um, it uses the different kind of font. Um, it's a very fast-paced and exciting book. Uh, do you like the way the second book looked in terms of not just the illustrations, but how the words like sort of scream out at you? I did, I did. I feel it was, yes, it was very fast because everything, so there's so many things happening at once. For example, Ben trying to get himself out of being granted, signed up for a ball dancing competition. <laughs> so he had to have a ball dancing competition, clear his name, and investigate. So there was a lot of things happening all at once. Maya, I'm curious, because you do choral speaking. Do you ever read the books out loud, you know, while you're reading them? Because they're kind of... I don't know, I wanted to <laughs> while I was reading it. Um, I do it... I do it in my head, but if I find something funny, I will go to my mom and say, hey, hey, you want to listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. <laughs> Actually, speaking about your mum, uh, do you discuss the book with your family or your parents? Well, what do they have to say? Only if I find something that's very funny in the book. <laughs> Other than that, it's all kept to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I also wanted to know because um, the the second book is, I think, more English than the first mm -hmm. in many ways, right? It talks about places that are specific to London, like Wembley Stadium or like the British Museum. These are big landmarks in London. And you mentioned earlier also that you like Harry Potter. Harry Potter is also um, a very English book. How familiar were you with Englishness or English things prior to reading Gangster Granny? Um, well, I'm not actually sure because I have a lot of books by British authors. So I know quite a bit about England. I know like a lot of the famous places like River Thames, um, Tower London. So. And, and did you know about the 
I don't want to spoil anything. I know what you're trying to avoid saying. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to spoil too much. Um, did you know anything about the about things like Buckingham Palace and the people who live there? I do know about Buckingham Palace, and there are lots of stories about the guards that do not smile at all, even if you try to make them to. <laughs> When did you actually read Gangster Granny? Because I'm curious um, about how much time passed before you read the second one. Um, I actually got two books at the same time. Oh. It was my, I think it was my mom that went out and bought it and then gave it to me. So I read the first one and then, I, and then straight away after I was done with it, I, I straight away read the second one. So. Okay, I, that, that makes sense because that's how we read it too, right? Yes. But, but the books actually came out 10 years apart. So you can actually see the, that's why the style of the book also feels quite different actually. Do you think that there should be more gangster grannies? Do you I, want more? Um, maybe they could try to do like another story, but I don't know because the story, because the previous story, the gangster granny strikes again, it ended with a very solid conclusion. So they're gonna have to. So David Williams is gonna have to be thinking about how to start a new story. Have you watched the movies? I know there's well, there's a, there's an adaptation of each one. I have not watched the movies. It's a movie. <laughs> apparently, but but they didn't come to the cinema. They were like BBC TV movies, so maybe we didn't get them here. I feel like now you're plotting <laughs> to maybe go watch the movies. Um, I wanted to ask you about the characters in the in the second book because there are more of them, right? And you also get to know a little bit more about. You said Raj is your favorite. You get to know more about Raj, um, PC Fudge, who and is. We have a new character, Granny's friend Edna, Edna yeah. yes. like a cousin. Yeah. Did you like the new characters, and did you like getting to know the older characters more? I liked getting to know Edna a bit because Edna was quite involved in the book. And she knows a lot about Granny, even though that Granny never told her that she was a gangster. Um, we also get to hear a little bit more about Mr. about the nosy Mr. Parker, especially since in the middle of the book he tries to ambush Ben and make him <laughs> confess. Yeah, I like Edna a lot, actually. Um, I kind of because I missed Granny, it was really nice having her around because it almost felt like you get a little bit of Granny mm. because Edna was there. How did you feel about the cat? Because um, we, we didn't mention this, but in the second book, there is a... A cat that a black follows cat. Ben around. Yeah. So Ben feels like Granny is somewhere in that cat because it's a black cat and Granny's nickname was the black cat. So I feel that cat is keeping an eye on Ben because it's there in all the important moments in the book. It helps Ben and just basically stalks him everywhere. <laughs> um, I feel the cat is trying to protect him for Granny. Maya, if people wanted to read other David Williams books now that they've read Granny, both the Granny books, what's the next one we could go to? Um, I feel The Beast of Buckingham Palace is a very exciting book. It's set in the future where there's like World War Three everywhere. London is completely destroyed. Buckingham Palace is a fortress for the royals while all the normal people are just living in ruins. And yeah, it's just very, very exciting. So that book is quite nice. But I would also recommend Demon Dentist or Awful Auntie. <laughs> so we talk a lot about this, um, how reading can sometimes, for, for those of us who love reading, it's such a fun thing to do. But for people who don't, um, for example, Ben actually in the book doesn't, yes. doesn't love reading. <laughs> um, it can feel like a chore. Uh, how would you, I guess, what tips do you have for other kids on reading? Well, as a person that likes to read, I do not know how the people that do not like to read feel. <laughs> um, I would just say, 
don't start with like those long black and white books with the no pictures. Start with something like maybe um, just like something colorful. Just start with that, then you slowly go. Don't start with like a long book. Start with like a short book, then maybe then just slowly go from there. I feel like that's great advice even for adults. For adults, yeah. It's good <laughs> advice all around. Maya, thanks for joining us in the show and thanks for sharing your favourite books with us. Thank you for having me. So that was the first episode of our book club with different children for the whole of the month of October in honour of the Children's Day in Malaysia falling on October 28th. You just heard there Maya Anjali Manalan. Let us know what are some of your favourite uh, children's books. You can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio, write to us at buythebook at bfm.my. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.